0: G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 148 and the topic of discussion today is gym etiquette. If you have never heard that phrase before, let me enlighten you to what it means. Gym etiquette are the written and unwritten rules of conduct that basically govern how you are to behave yourself in a gymnasium. Poor training facility. In the year 2023, we are now at a point where that phrase, that notion of gym etiquette no longer exists. We have gotten to a point in time where people do not give a fuck about anybody else except themselves, which is a shame. I've been working in the health and fitness industry, in gymnasiums, rec centers, and now my own training facility since I was 17 years old. And I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, I've seen some really great people. I've met some fucking phenomenal people over the years. Just recently, I went to a wedding with a great friend of mine who I, funnily enough, first met at the gym. And he asked me to be a part of the bridal party and we first met at the gym many many years ago when i was about 18 or 19 years old so the gym can be a really great place for changing your life not just physically but also you know emotionally and with the relationships that you develop okay especially if you can do it and you commit to it for a long period of time but one of the things that i think puts a lot of people off going to the gym is the complete and utter disregard for Gym etiquette. So again, this term, gym etiquette, what it is, is written and unwritten rules of conduct for how you operate and conduct yourself in a gymnasium. So there are some do's and don'ts when it comes to gym etiquette. And unfortunately, it very rarely gets taught these days. Um, I think a lot of people assume that they know what they're doing when they walk into a gym, which is, I can tell you firsthand, that is not the case. Most people who walk into a gym have no fucking clue what they're doing. Uh, They don't know where the toilets are. They don't know where the drink fountain is. They don't know where to put their bag. You know, they don't know what to do if the piece of equipment they need is being used. It doesn't get taught. And that's what this episode is here for today, is to educate you on the matter, to steer you clear of being a fuckwit, one of those people that people look at it in the gym and be like, this guy is a fucking asshole. What an absolute jerk. So the reason that I want to uh, share this message is so you can get more out of it and the people around you can also enjoy being in your company and being in the same space as you. Again, my hope is that if I can teach you about gym etiquette rules, uh, you can spread the word and get this message out to gym goers who need to hear it or see it. So that's really what I want Uh, from this podcast and this episode. So if you do learn something, or if I say something that kind of sends a light bulb off in your head or makes you think, fuck, old mate down at the gym needs to hear that or see that, or, you know, a colleague at work has struggled with so-and-so, this is how they can confront the issue and tackle that obstacle. Please pay it forward. Because you don't want to be that guy or girl who everybody, you know, sees disrespecting the equipment and, you know, just being an absolute jerk to people around them because they're so engrossed in themselves and what they're doing and they have no regard for anybody else. And you also don't want to be that person who makes a fool of themselves in the process of going about their gym training simply because you don't know what you don't know. All right. What I'm going to do here is talk to you about some very simple gym etiquette rules. Rule number one, don't be a dickhead. That sounds fairly self-explanatory, but there are some uh, dot points that go underneath that, and they are as follows. Be respectful of others. Choose your words carefully. Understand that not everybody has been in the gym for the same amount of time as you. So if there's somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, Maybe if you know what you're doing, you could go up and tap them on the shoulder or just, hey, excuse me, I saw you were doing this exercise. Would you like a little bit of help? You know, respect others, respect that they have the same right to the equipment that you do. You may be more or less experienced than them, but that doesn't matter. You're all there for the same reason. You all have a common goal. Look after the equipment. Yes, you pay your gym membership fee. Yes, you pay your trainer or your coach. It doesn't mean you have the right to disrespect and treat the equipment like shit. The way I've always conducted myself in the gym is to treat it like it was my own. And now I am in a position where I have a facility and that's what I do. I look after it like it's own because it is, but I also instill this message to my students because when everybody looks after the gear, it looks pristine, it's in great working order and everybody gets to train under the same Fantastic conditions with the same high-level equipment. And understand, you aren't the only person in the room. It's not always about you. Look around. If there's other people in the room, take a look. How much equipment are you utilizing? How much space are you taking up? It's not to say you need to go and poke yourself off in a little corner and you know pretend that you don't exist and you're not there, but just understand you're not the only person in there working out. And the last major thing is this, guys. And I can can put my hand up and say this, honestly. There were times when I would start, you know, when I would go to the gym, I didn't know what to do. Like there was stuff that I just didn't understand. I didn't know what I was doing. So what I would do is ask for help. You go and ask your staff member. You go and ask your trainer. Maybe you befriend a gym goer who, like a regular who, you know, maybe they are further along the journey than you and they can impart some wisdom to you. So if you see somebody who you're training consistently and they look like they've got their shit together and they they look like they know what they're doing, go and ask them politely, hey, can I just pick your brain or can I ask you, you know, when you're doing your deadlift, why do you do it like that? Or, you know, why do you do these exercises? Or, or do you, you know, do you, just ask them up front, do you have any tips for me? Because they're probably watching you at some point in time. They're not staring and gawking and, you know, they don't have their fucking binoculars on. But a lot of people just scan the room. They're not looking at you and, you know, watching every single thing you do. But they're just scanning because that's what you do. You do your working set, you have a break. Unless people are face down looking at their fucking screen. There's generally just a little bit of looking around the room to see what's happening. All right. Now comes the fun part for me. I'm going to elaborate on a handful of the worst offenses that you can make in the gym and what to do instead. So these are very common gym etiquette rules that get broken. First is the heave ho. These are the people who ego lift and go well beyond their body's ability level. So things like bent over rows. When you do a bent over row, your body should be positioned at about 45 degrees. And a lot of people are just too upright. And the reason they're too upright is because the weight's too heavy. So it's implied in the name, bent over row, that you are bent over, your torso leans forwards. All right? Uh, Most people never get to the position of being in a strong enough position to get a lot out of a bent over row. So if you're doing a bent over row, make sure you're actually bent over. So it is a hinge. and just lift heavy enough that your technique allows. So if you can't maintain the same technique from start to finish, yeah, that's a red flag. That's a sign the weight's just too heavy. Drop down a little bit, tidy your form up, and then with better form comes more muscle, comes more strength, and you'll find with the right technique and the consistency of those reps, the weight will then be able to increase. Another one is the round back deadlift. So this one bears a bit of discussion. Round back deadlifts. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this one time. Doing a deadlift with a flexed spine, so a rounded back is a recipe for a back injury. Especially if you start in a neutral position, i.e., straight. I use air quotes because it's neutral, it's not completely straight, it's the natural curves of the spine. But if you start with your back in neutral, and then you start doing your deadlift and your back starts rounding or buckling and you try and kind of heave this thing up, you're going to fuck your back up. It's only a matter of time. Your body can only tolerate a certain amount of load and a certain amount of reps in poor positions before you get injured. Okay? Round back deadlifts, don't do them. Your back should be completely neutral. So... If I was to grab a broomstick and place it down your back, that is the position that we want. It is a hip hinge, hip bend, not back bend. Got it? Cool. So that's just a quick word on the deadlift. Knees caved in squats. This happens a lot with beginners just because they're not taught how to do things correctly. Uh, Rule of thumb, your knees should face the same direction as your toes. If your toes are facing straight, your knees should face straight ahead. If your toes are turned out at 45 degrees, you want your knees to face out at 45 degrees to match it because your knee is designed to bend and straighten, not rotate, not twist. Cool? Half rep bench presses. Oh, International Chess Day every Monday. Going to any gym in the world, you'll see a shitload of guys and girls doing the bench press. Half reps. If you're gonna do a veg press, bring that bloody bar all the way down to your chest, touch it, then press it away, all right? So these people, they do the heave-ho, all right? They're just lifting far too heavy. If you cannot maintain the same level of integrity and the quality of your movement from start to finish, I'm sorry to say that weight is too heavy for you. Don't be a hero. Form first, folks. Next, we have loud noises. These are the people, <laughs> loud noises. These are the people in the gym who just want all the attention. So when you stress and strain your body, sure, there might be a little bit of grunting and groaning, grimacing here and there, but be mindful. Other people are working out and they don't want to hear you screaming like a fucking banshee or making gorilla noises. <laughs> don't want to hear that. I'm there to train for myself. You do the same thing. Don't make a fucking... You're not there to make the most amount of noise possible. You're there to do your fucking training. You're there to do a workout, right? Nobody here. Nobody wants to hear you making animal noises. So if you can't do it, I don't, I'm not saying you have to be silent, but if you're making a shitload of noise from the get-go all the way through your session, again, that weight might just be too heavy for you, buster. Oh, the next one. Leaving your barbell or machine fully loaded. This is a criminal act. This is a criminal act that needs to be punished. If you can lift the weights, so if you can lift it up, you can put it away. This is something that I was taught at a fucking very young age. And I would go over to these big powerlifter dudes. I was a 17, you know, 18-year-old kid, skinny as fuck, just, you know, learning the ropes and figuring it all out. I had no problem going up to the big dudes who were much much stronger and bigger and larger and more muscular more adult than I was and saying hey guys I know you've finished lifting your 200 kilo deadlift can you please put the plates away and they would give me a stare like what are you little piss ant, what are you gonna do about it well at the time I worked at the gym so it's kind of you know it's my job to make sure everybody you know puts things back where they came from basically but the reason for it is this. If you've got a 70, 80 year old grandma or granddad who comes in and they can't lift the weights off the machine. So let's use a leg press as the example. If you've got somebody who leg presses 300, 400 kilos and they just leave those 25 or 20 kilo plates loaded up and you've got you know, little Gerald who comes in off the street and Gerald just wants to work on his legs and do a little bit so his knees don't seize up and he keeps his body in good nick. He's going to have to take off 10 of those fucking plates each side before he even gets going. You know, Gerald's not strong enough to lift it up at about chest height. He may be, but he may not be as well. So take that into consideration as well. If you can put all those fucking plates and load the machine up, strip them down, put them back where you got them. Because if everybody leaves the equipment in the state, in the location, and the position they found it, it's always in perfect condition it's always ready for the next person to use it. And that includes you. So if you do it, somebody else sees you do that, they will wanna reciprocate and do the same thing because it's just what people do. People mimic everyone else's actions, yeah? So if nobody puts their weights away, so if you don't do it, the next person won't do it, then the next person won't do it. But if you do it, you lead from the front, Somebody sees that and says to themselves, yeah, I don't really want to put the plates away, but, you know, Jesse did it or, you know, Luke did it. All right, I could probably do that too. Cool. Oh, this one here. Crossfitters, take a seat. Uh, Gym etiquette rule. Don't drop the plates. Don't drop your weights as loudly as fucking possible. Unless you're training for Olympic weightlifting or in a facility where you're doing clean and jerk and snatches. Uh, stop throwing your weights on the fucking ground. I don't care how strong you think you are. I don't care how fit you are. Again, if you can lift the weight up over your head, if you can clean it and jerk it, fantastic. Kudos to you. Uh, place it down on the floor. I know so many... I used to work in a CrossFit box, and I would see this all the time, is people doing these exercises, and then just literally letting go of the bar. And it damages the equipment. Little by little, the plates start to degrade. The bearings on the barbell start getting worn out. And it's just unnecessary. If you can clean and jerk a hundred kilos, fantastic. Well done. Just place it down. You don't have to be a hero and fucking drop it or throw it in the air just to, to show off your physical prowess. Just place it down and then move on. The next thing on the list is actually something that has improved over the last few years when it comes to gym etiquette, and that is cleaning of the equipment. This is probably the only good thing that came out of COVID is the amount of sanitary and cleaning protocols that came into action. All right? Nobody wants to clean down the equipment. All right? When COVID came around, it became mandatory. Cleaning pre and post, you know, workouts and what have you. Um, My facility is always fucking super clean, super tidy. It's partly because I have OCD, but it's partly because I don't want to work and train in a filthy fucking environment. And I bet you don't want to do that either. So this is one of the worst rules that get broken in terms of gym etiquette is people not cleaning up the equipment nobody wants to lay down on your sweaty bench or pad that you've just farted all over all right i don't want to sweat i don't want to sit down after you've just plonked yourself down on your sweaty butt crack okay and for the select few people who are like well jesse i actually don't sweat bullshit all right everybody fucking sweats and even if you don't sweat, even if you are this 1% or 0.05% of the population who doesn't sweat, uh, just do everybody a favor and clean it. You've used it. You've sat on it. You know, there's going to be some some hairs, some oils from the body, fluids, sodium, sweat, etc. Just clean the gear. If you use it, clean it, return it back where it came from. Thank you much, Lee. It is muchly appreciated. Um, and it just means that the next person that comes in can work in a clean environment. They don't have to worry about, oh, is this been cleaned? Oh, it looks like it's got a sweat stain from last time. Or, you know, somebody's lying in a fucking sweat angel on the ground. It's like spray and wipe that shit. Just be a, a good human being. Just do the right thing. The right thing is always the right thing to do. All right. Now, next one. This one here is for those of you who train at peak times, okay? If you train at peak times in a gymnasium, so that's before or after work, people who work the nine to five, okay? Have a bit of common sense. If you're training between the hours of 5.30 and 7 a.m., before you know, the before work crew, or 4.30 to 6.30 p.m., the after work crew, understand that the gym's probably going to be pretty fucking packed there's going to be a lot of people because everybody wants to train at the same fucking time so my advice to you is don't go and hog three or four pieces of equipment if you need a set of dumbbells grab your dumbbells if you need a bench grab your bench if you're using a squat rack use the squat rack but don't go and commandeer half of the fucking gym because there's a couple people who go and do that generally the bigger guys men that's you you guys go and hog all the fucking equipment. And then what happens is the smaller, weaker, more scared men don't go and approach you because you're fucking a bit more jacked than they are. And the ladies don't want to go anywhere near you because you look fucking, you know, like you're on roids or you just like, Grr. so just do one or two pieces of equipment and that's it. If it's at peak time, understand you might not be able to do your tri-sets. A, B, C. You might not be able to do the four-car killer. You might not be able to do your fucking circuit that you like to do. Be conscious and cognizant of other people. All right? You aren't the center of the world. Respect others. Oh, this one grinds my gears so fucking badly. It's It's unbelievable. All right. The rest period is where you are resting. It is not a time for you to log onto your fucking social media and scroll the day's worth of events, okay? I don't want you texting your entire fucking contacts list while you're resting. I want you to do your exercise, use the equipment, put it back, and then fuck off, okay? Your rest period in the gym isn't there for you to spend time scrolling Watching fucking cat videos on YouTube or, you know, poking people on the social media or sliding into people's DMs. If you're at the gym, do the fucking gym. When you get home, slide into the DMs all you want. You know, text your mates, do all that kind of funny shit. At the gym, no. If you're on a popular piece of equipment, realize that somebody else is probably sitting around waiting, biding their time wanting to get on that piece of equipment. So stop spending three days fucking texting everybody, get your work done and get the fuck off. You know, bench press on Mondays, don't be that person who's gonna go and do 10 sets of 10. (laughs) Go in there, do your five sets, four sets, whatever, and then move along. Don't be that douchebag who lives on one item. And I understand there may be people who have certain goals that require, hey, I've actually got to do 10 sets. I myself do 10 and 20 sets of an exercise routinely. However, I have my own dedicated training space. I don't have to fight people for equipment. I don't have to fight anybody for space. I can use whatever fucking equipment I like, and there's nobody lining up behind me. There's nobody who I'm having to work around in terms of space. I can do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. However, if you train in a commercial gym or you have other people around you, understand that they want to get on that gear too. Squat racks, highly valuable pieces of equipment. Don't spend all day. Don't dilly-dally. Stop scrolling on social media during your rest period. If you want to use your phone, that's cool. Go into the clock setting set an alarm for 90 seconds or 2 minutes when it beeps go and do another set. Right, one of my students does something fucking really great. He sets three different alarms. <laughs> three he has three different stopwatches. 60 seconds, 90 seconds and 2 minutes. Because different exercises required on his program have different rest periods. So for the first exercise where he's lifting the heaviest, he has longer rest periods. As he works down the program, his rest periods get slightly less. And then they get slightly less again. So if you want to use your phone, do it for that purpose. Don't scroll on social media. Get off the fucking YouTubes. Do your workout and go home. You're not there to fuck spiders. Uh, That's the saying that I like to throw out every now and then. It's for when people dilly-dally, they start getting off task or distracted. Hey, we're not here to fuck spiders. Get in, get the work done, and get out. So the bottom line is this, guys. Everybody, everyone in the world deserves the opportunity to train in a neat, tidy, and clean space without feeling weird about trying to get on a piece of gym equipment. And understand, not everybody is as confident as you are. I, I personally feel I could go into any gym in the world and feel completely at home. Completely at home. Dumbbells. I know how to use them. Barbells. Yep. I'm sweet. Got that covered. Kettlebells, That's my wheelhouse. You got sandbags. Sweet. I know how to use those too. You got heavy bags that don't even have a handle. Excellent. You got dead balls. Sweet. Roller. Yep. I know how to use that. You got Maces. Or well, you got sledgehammers? Beautiful. I've been dabbling with that. I can certainly give that a uh, give that a go. But not everybody feels the same level of confidence. Some people don't have the social skills or the know-how to walk up to somebody and be like, "Excuse me, um, I've got this as my next exercise. Do you have many sets left?" So that's that's actually the way you should go about it. By the way, if you are unfamiliar or if you're unsure of how to approach somebody. Most people have earphones in, which, you know, that's cool. If you're listening to some tunes, rock on. That's cool. Just put your hand up from afar, try and gain their attention, get their eyes, and just, you know, signal, you know, earbuds out or headphones off and just be like, excuse me, sir, or excuse me, ma'am, uh, do you have many sets left? And if they do have a few sets left, okay, that's that's their right to do so. Maybe it means you go to the next exercise on your list and come back to that later. Does that make sense? Cool. Now, if the gym you are in is dead quiet, you can do what you want, when you want. There's nobody else there competing with you for space or equipment. As I mentioned, that's the situation I find myself in. And if that is the case, if you train at an odd time, maybe it's like 10 a.m. in the morning when most people are at work, you've got the whole gym to yourself. The world is your oyster. You can do a circuit. You can use the bench press and the squat rack. Heaven, no, you can't squat. You can't curl in the squat rack. That's 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 illegal. <laughs> but you can do whatever you want. You can go and park yourself on multiple pieces of equipment and go from A, B, C, D, E if you'd like. If there's nobody else there, you do whatever you like. Just make sure, as I mentioned, you put your plates away, you deload the machine if you're using a machine, and you clean your gear afterwards. But if there are other people around you, please be considerate of them. If you do need a machine or a dumbbell or a barbell or a squat rack or a deadlift platform, you got two options. You can ask that person, hey, how long do you have left or how many sets do you have remaining? Or if they have a lot of sets and you're kind of at similar levels of skill and strength, you might be able to develop a friendship. And be like, hey, I noticed on, you know, Wednesdays you squat. I I also happen to squat on Wednesdays. Can, can, do you mind if I work in with you? They do a set, you do a set. They do a set, you do a set. And that's a, that could be a way uh, to help build that friendship and build, you know, have a gym buddy. I've met a lot of great people over the years in the gym. And that's literally how it starts, is it starts with a few words. Hey, do you have many sets left? Cool, you, you've broken the ice. You've developed that initial contact. And then from there, you would be like, hey, man, thanks for thanks for your tip the other day. I really appreciate that. Cool. And then you just have a conversation about other shit. And it just it just blooms and uh, trickles on from there. And the thing is, well, when it comes to gym etiquette and going to the gym is this. Most people, they're in there for a reason. They want to better themselves. And you'll find... Most people are decent and they're kind and they want to help out when they can. So it's just a matter of being respectful how you go about doing things. If you're listening to this podcast, I can bet that you're probably a pretty decent human being. So this is me giving you a proverbial fist bump through the airwaves. Boom. Um, Yeah, the people who want to learn seek out this advice and this information. The people who don't want to learn, uh, yeah, they're generally egotistical assholes and these are the people i want to try and get this message to uh, but also for the people who just don't who plain don't know so if you've got somebody to you know if you want to work in with them if you need that piece of equipment if they have been on it for a while and you want to kind of give them a gentle nudge like hey come on now like there's other people who need it just take your headphones out from a distance signal to them and speak politely you know be like excuse me please. Thank you. appreciate it. These are common sense things. These are fucking values and a way of communicating. I was brought up on and people have no fucking concept of it anymore. I get it on a somewhat regular basis on the social media. It's like people reach out and send me messages there's that is not even a, Hey Jesse, uh, do you mind if I just ask you this? And at the end, there's no, you know, regards or thanks or cheers. It's like, that's a sign of respect. To me, that's a sign of respect. If you say, hey, do you mind if I ask you a question? Thank you, please. You know, you leave, you know, open a door for somebody. That kind of thing. Just be be a respectful human being. So just to kind of uh, start to wrap this up, guys, when it comes to gym etiquette, uh, everybody should do it, but not everybody does do it. Uh, It doesn't mean that if people don't do it, you shouldn't. My advice is this, lead from the front. Don't be a fucking sheep and, you know, you see somebody who doesn't put their weights over it, oh, they didn't do it, so I'm not going to. Be the outlier. Be the person who people look up to and be like, fuck, that's actually a, you know, nobody else is doing that, well done. You know, be that person that people respect and look up to because, you know, not by what you say, but what you do. So just to kind of wrap it up, when it comes to gym etiquette, bring your towel in and use it. Okay. Nobody wants to sit down on your sweaty, fucking bench or where your butt cracks been, or you've been farting all over the gear. Okay. Be conscientious and mindful of how much time you spend on each machine or piece of equipment. So if you're on a squat rack for, you know, thirty plus minutes, there's probably a handful of people waiting, fucking sitting there. Hey, come on, let's get off now. It's my turn. Uh, so do your work and move on. Uh, look after the equipment as if it was your own. Okay, don't create it like a piece of shit. If everybody treats the equipment with respect and with care, it lasts. It looks great. It operates at a high level. And it's always in the same working condition. It's not like you walk and be like, oh, is the equipment going to break on me today? It's always in great working order. Okay, And it lasts a long time that way. Use proper gym etiquette isn't something many people know or even think about. So they just think, it's not my problem. Uh, you know, I pay for my membership or I pay for my coaching. Uh, I can do whatever I want. Don't be that guy or girl who treats the equipment and other people like shit just because you paid your fee. Just do the right thing. You know, the old, oh, it's not my equipment. I can do whatever I want. Well, why should I look after it? That's a really fucking bad mentality to have. That's really atrocious. So to finish, guys, uh, why should you use gym etiquette? because it's the right thing to do and the right thing is always the right thing to do that shouldn't be up for discussion or a debate so if you like living working training in a clean environment make sure that you keep it in that in that same fashion in that same order if you sweat on the gear cool search for that squirt bottle grab that fucking hand towel you know use that disinfectant wipe clean it up so it's ready for the next person And if you do that, generally, like I said, what goes around comes around. If you look after the gear, other people will do the same thing. And then it's great working order. It's clean, it's tidy. It doesn't smell like shit. And everybody has a great place to train and get results. Um, And also, why should you use gym etiquette? Uh, Because you're not a self-absorbed douchebag or gym junkie who has no regard for others. That's why. So guys, that is the most common gym etiquette rules that I see and have seen over the years get broken. Uh, I also got some input from a couple of my students to see what they've seen and what kind of stood out for them. And those are the things that kind of made the list. So don't be that guy or girl who has no regard for other people or the equipment. Do the right thing, look after the gear and it'll look after you and you'll get a lot more out of it. And hey, you might even develop some friendships or you know deeper relationships from it so that's really what i have to say about it guys just be a good human being it's not hard to do it's a lot a lot of simple things but if you do the simple things they compound just like the same happens in the gym if you use good technique you concentrate on your reps you move better more efficiently you get better strength gains you build more muscle and so forth and it all flows from there That's it for today, guys. Common gym etiquette rules that get broken. Don't break them. You now know them. And uh, if in doubt, if you're not sure of how something should be done or what to do with some of the equipment, ask. You know, there's no such thing as a stupid question. You don't know what you don't know. But if you don't know something and you don't ask, then that's on you. So I say that to my students all the time. Like, if if you don't know something, just ask. If you already knew the answer, you'd already be doing what needs to be done. So if you're unsure, no harm in asking because then you'll know and you can make your decision from there. So guys, use g If you see somebody not doing the right thing, politely encourage them, guide them in the right direction and get them on the path. Because the butterfly effect, if you do it, somebody else does it and it just expands outwardly from there. All right, so... Don't be a douchebag. Uh, treat the equipment with respect. Look after it and look after others. And the gym can be a fucking great place for you for many years to come. All right. Thanks for listening. And if you did find it valuable, useful, or entertaining, please share it forward. Even if you just share it on your Facebook page, somebody might read it and be like, oh, I want to get started in the gym or, oh, I didn't realize there were so many things to think about or that's kind of useful. Wish I knew that earlier so you can be the catalyst for change for somebody else all i ask is that you share them uh, share this message forward thanks for your time and attention guys i'll speak to you soon for another episode but until then look after the gear and it will look after you if you loved the wake up call found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening i would appreciate you helping me to spread the word please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have thanks for listening we'll see you soon for another episode